What's up? Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. On today's episode, Mitch and Logan will be talking about the new things in 2023 and 2024 in the amusement park industry. They're also going to talk about jam. What kind of jam do you ask? NBA jam? Jam you put on toast? Who knows? Stick around and find out. Also, Jen will be joining us to talk about her dog, Ahsoka, who has an absolute dump truck, but also gets to experience amusement parks with Jen. So sit back, relax, and enjoy that cuzzies in your ear. All right. Thank you, Caleb, for that intro. But I don't see him. Are you, Coaster Bro, are you here? Wait, Logan, do you see him? I don't, I don't see him. Did he leave? Did Coaster Bro leave us? I thought he was just here. Wait, I thought we whole launched this thing because the three of us wanted to be here and we committed to recording. We haven't changed recording. Did Coaster Bro abandon us? Apparently. I could be at a hockey game tonight. But here I am. Like, what the heck? I literally can't believe we're doing all the work for him and yet he abandoned us. So I guess he he trusted us. Like, he really trusted us with the show. No kidding. He just I think he just secretly wants to reap the benefits of all of our hard work. He got Come on guys, join the Cuzzy's podcast. What is it? Syndication or something? A podcast <laughs> aka Logan and Mitch do the work and you just have your face as the brand. Wow, what a guy. Well, besides Coaster Bro absolutely being so rude and leaving us, how are you, Logan? What's new? What's go- what's been going on? And uh, are you excited for a show that's just the two of us, Pray Coasting Round 2? It's just the two, it's just the two of us <laughs> today. I think that's from a Phineas and Ferb episode. Anyway, I'm doing good, if you can't tell. It's uh, back to the old grind for me. Holidays are over, a.k.a. the three worst months of the year, January, February, and March up here in the prairies. But uh, we're going to try and go at it smiling this year since our life is a little bit better, hopefully, than before. Yeah. I would say so. Can you believe this is our third January, February, March that we've had a podcast? Like we did January, February, March, 2021, January, February, March, 2022, and now January, February, March, 2023. We have said the same thing. Well, if you're, if you weren't a Prairie Coasting listener, this is the first time you're hearing this, but if you were, we said the same thing over and over again. I can't believe it. Yeah. Okay. We got to remember, we got a few hundred more listeners than before. So it's not just our little uh, cozy random following we have here. So we should try and make this a little more uh, Cuzzies-esque here. I agree. Hope you Cuzzies are enjoying us on. If you are, let us know. If you aren't, please keep that to yourself. But anywho, I'm glad you're doing well. I am back in Toronto. I know I we've Woo-woo. over the holidays have been talking about being back home in Calgary um, where my family lives, and that means I was truly prairie coasting, but now I am back in Toronto, um, back in the rain randomly in January, and... Hold up, y'all yeah. got rain in January? I know, it, tomorrow's like a rain warning. What the fuck? That's a thing. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. So yeah, I'm looking forward to 2023, keeping positive. I downloaded Hinge. That's a new thing I didn't tell you. I I know I had everyone at work go through my dating profile. So if you know any single men who are also into men in Toronto who are around my age and normal, let me know. If you don't, don't let me know. But anyways. I'll go on the hunt when I'm out east this summer for you. But I might also, I might have found someone. I might have found the love of my life by then. Let's hope so. That's a great attitude to have. Mm-hmm. Right? So... 
we're going to have a two of us show. Um, we have Caleb has an interview for us uh, a little bit later. Don't worry, you'll hear his beautiful face again. But for the majority of it, we have uh, me and Logan will be kind of uh, introducing the show, talking about uh, a fun little topic, and then afterwards, kind of shooting the shit. We're not really. Uh, it's kind of a casual episode. We have some fun, <laughs> have some fun things planned, <laughs> but. Uh, we have a lot of fun things coming in 2023 for sure. So I hope you enjoy. This was me a little doing a little bit of a second in, intro. But um, overall, I think the first thing we'll talk about before going off too much off the rails is additions and new things that are coming. So one of the things that has been happening a lot, I feel like there's been a lot of these lately, are announcements. We, after two or three years of no coaster, theme park, whatever announcements, there are lots coming there there's lots of news um i know if you listen to coffee with coaster bro and airtime mike if you haven't listened to the most recent episode please pause this and go watch it it's fantastic um they'll talk a lot about the news and things going on but i think what we want to focus on for this first half of the of the episode is what are announcements things that are coming anything like that that other people have really hyped up but we're not necessarily so excited for. I, I think I, I kind of got this idea where it's just like, I feel like there's a lot of people, especially on the Top Thrill Dragster announcement recently, who are just like, it's all over my feet. Oh my God, oh my God. And I can see both sides to it. Um, but I but I, I want to kind of dive into this and also see a little bit of what, what our opinions are and maybe hear from some of you guys in the Discord. So Logan, is there something that has been announced recently or even just coming for 2023 or 2024 that you are not so diddly down for. I think anybody who knows me knows that we are anti RMC and I will stand <laughs> by that, even though I've never been on an RMC because I haven't been on a new roller coaster. That's the proper one in like 10 years going to change this year, but we're going to toss this down to how, how do we say a Mitch RE force one? Air, air. Airy Force One, Airy I think. Force Airy? One, Airy Force One. I don't really know whichever one the super American patriotic RMC yeah. coming down to Fun Spot Atlanta. Is that the name of the place? Uh, I think I, I, I is it actually it's Fun Spot in Georgia, whatever. I went to what's it called Cabela's, like the Bass Pro Shops of Canada. I was within fifty feet of a gun, and I ran out of that store. We came in for licorice. Did you know there's a Bass Pro Shop in Calgary? Really? Yeah, you can go to one. Yeah. Huh. I yeah. don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> I love the waterfall and the aquarium. It's really cool. But yeah, I would say go to go to one. I don't know if there's one in Edmonton, but go to that experience. It's very interesting. There's one here yeah. in Toronto, actually, right by Canada's Wonderland. It's a very interesting experience. Is it my personal favorite? No, but yeah. I digress. Airy Force One? Airy Force One, yes. The RMC yeah. coming to Fun Spot Atlanta. That's not the name of the park. We kind of apologize. We're rolling with Fun Spot Atlanta, though. How, how do we feel about this, Mitch? I know this was like Airtime Machine at the very, very end. It seemed okay in the first half. I, I don't know. Thoughts on this one? I haven't, like, I mean, I haven't watched a POV since we first recorded our like reaction episode or whatever it was talking about it. And I famously hated the layout. So I don't know. Has there like, it's not fully open. I've seen people ride it, but I don't know if it's fully open. I personally, it looks fine. Maybe 
I think I was a little bit more bitter about repetitive airtime this time last year after some kind of crappy experiences on Steel Vengeance. But I think I've grown to love that type of airtime and appreciate it. It's not, maybe not my favorite ever, but I, I've grown to appreciate it. But is it getting a lot of hype? I think so. Is it all deserved? That I don't know. So I can definitely see this choice. I think it's a good one. But the theme, like, can we just say fuck the theme? Or are we going to get that edited out? I'm not editing it out. I'm the one that edits the show. We're the two Canadians of the show. Fuck the theme. (laughs) I'm kind of coming for the jugular. So I'm really sorry for pissing off a few of the Cuzzies listeners. But uh, Mitch and I were told, be yourselves. Take over the show. So we're just going to go for it and hope we don't just lose half of our listeners this episode. Wait, were we told that? Were we told just be ourselves? <laughs> I read the message as that. It may not have been that. It's so, so it's implied. It's implied that we were told to be ourselves. I like that. That's a good way to think of it. Yeah, no, exactly. I I don't know. We we're the ones who actually showed up there for the recording, so we're going to do our thing. So how about we toss this to you, Mitch? We have a little list here. Which one on this list... It's getting more hype than it deserves, in your opinion. Um, I would say I'm kind of back and forth between a couple of them, to be very honest. I, I have two, and I, I can't I, – I agree. Honestly, I agree with you with Air Force One. Honestly, I'm going to say that, too. But okay. there's two others that I might say that I'm just like – kind of like, okay, y'all – and I, I, I don't know, maybe this is just my pessimism. Maybe it's just that, like, I hate Florida. I think also I'm really taking into account I hate the, the two states that these are in so much. So, the, <laughs> so, like, the pipeline coaster at SeaWorld, like, I think it's an interesting concept. And I think I've said this before, so if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But I ha- I'm interested with the concept of the pipeline coaster, I am not excited for it, if that makes sense. Maybe my mind will change. Maybe there's that. But I just, I, the more I think about going to Florida and everything that is in Florida, the less I want anything to do with that state or the coasters or the, the anything. I just, I can't, I, I can't do it. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on the, the stand up hyper stand, stand up hyper? And I don't want to be unfair to the coaster. I just, nothing about this coaster's layout or anything excites me, but it's in Florida and I hate that. So, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I agree with you on the whole Florida and those two states being iffy. I have been to Florida, so I can speak on my existence in Florida at one point. But with this coaster, I'm going to take a different approach. I did not hate stand-up roller coasters. Granted, I've probably been on the best one, Riddler's Revenge, over mm-hmm. at Magic Mountain way back over a decade ago. But the fact that there's new ones, and the way that this is kind of like bouncy seats almost as it goes, like the suspension-ish, where it kind of cushions it a little bit, I have semi-hopes for this one, to where I think, yes, the layout looks a little bland. We'll see what happens there. I don't think it's anticipated to be like these massive coasters, like the B&M stand-ups kind of got in the late 90s there, but... I like the idea. It's going to be a proof of concept and hopefully we'll see it coming to a, a better park out there. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be interesting. But what, do, what are your thoughts on B&M doing a two across seat for their first coaster ever instead of a four across? Well, like I know they did the two across over at the uh, whatever the Dragon roller coaster is in Japan, that tall one, the Giga. Well, yeah, I guess that they just redid the trains for that. Yeah. It's not like, not truly like this. This is their first ever like ground yeah. up two seat coaster. Nah, fair, fair enough. I was just trying to show a little bit of it. Uh, I do, 
I did like that though. That is yeah, good. I, I tried. Tried to show a little bit of effort here on this show <laughs> since we don't have a coaster bro. I feel like I gotta fill in the shoes a little bit. Um yeah. I love the idea of two cross though. Like four cross, yeah, capacity wise, but two cross always feels more intimate with like the track and it feels a little bit more I don't know. I also haven't really been on a four cross one in a long, long time. I can't really say. I like the idea though of being up switching it up a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I think with the four across, you definitely, especially if you're in the middle, you get kind of lost. It's hard to see. Whereas mm-hmm. the two across, you can always, you're always on the end. I think capacity-wise, it's going to be a nightmare. Um, it's just kind of a weird addition to SeaWorld Orlando if I don't, if I if I think like, that park is a very, it's kind of like a liminal space, in my opinion. There's like, it's <laughs> things are always closed. The operations are always iffy. And they just add the weirdest shit. They're like, let's add Journey to Atlantis. And then let's add Kraken. And then let's add Manta. And then let's add Mako. And now it's just like a weird, like, they're, I don't know. I, I It gives me liminal space vibes. And I have, like, zero excitement for it. It's not necessarily that I hate it or I don't like the coaster or I'm not going to ride it one day. I don't like Florida. And I don't like the, the liminal space vibes. It's just not making me excited. So that is my first thought. My second thought as well, and this one I'm not I don't I don't really know how I feel about this one, but I've never been excited about the Codaland editions. Mm-hmm. The, the I I don't like A the state, first of all, let's just get that out of the way. And B, like the tilt coaster, it looks fine. I think like but for me, I think a dive coaster does that just better. And I think there's more to a dive coaster. I think the gimmick is better. I, I don't know. I'm not very excited about Coda Land in general. I probably will never visit it, but um, what about you? Hear me up. Tilt Coaster, yeah. Dive Coaster accomplishes it. But imagine being in the back seat of that train as it tilts up. You ain't just over the end. You are, like, friggin' way up there in the air. That's true, yeah. And I also just love NASCAR slash F1, and that's exactly where it's at, the racetrack out there. Plus, Austin, Texas, of all the Texas places, seems like the coolest one to go visit. So, yeah, it's Texas, but it seems like the best place in Texas to go, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm semi-excited about this one. I just don't ever see myself getting down there soon. Yeah, that's you're right about Austin being good, it being the best Texas but I, I think you're right. It, it's probably going to be good. I'm just not excited about it. I don't know why. I'm just there's nothing about this announcement. I don't obviously don't like NASCAR, but um, this is something about that I'm not excited about. And it's not people have really. I wouldn't say it's overhyped. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's how it's better. We're not necessarily saying it's not overhyped. It's just I'm almost not excited for it. So that's mainly what I would do. Now, do you want to talk about dregs? Do you want to just just have a little cheeky discussion on Dragster to round this uh, this up? Yeah, sure. Cheeky conversation on Dragster. L- Loki hope that it just all comes down. I think it'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I mean, they've already started removing footers, so why not? Everyone's like, they're just gonna make a longer layout and all this. Not like what what if it just all comes down, y'all? That that'd be kind of funny. I would love if they, they, cause they keep saying dragsters returning, like they keep saying, but they don't say in what form. It'd be hilarious if they're like, well, dragster is now a hundred foot launch coaster. Like they just totally like, like they, they like completely like destroy it <laughs> and then just like bring it back completely unexpected. I feel like they're just going to pull a wild card, you know? Oh dude, fuck a hundred foot coaster. Imagine it's just a churro stand. Or like a top throw dragster, the hot dog, you know, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> 
I don't know. Like, it's just a good plot of land and a solid place. I, I don't know. Cedar Point can do what they want. But what's this, the Sam Perla now, though? Well, it's not confirmed. I, I think I okay. think the, the rumors and the speculation is that it will be Zamperla. Um, but I think the real question to get back to the discussion is, are you excited for it? Are you excited for whatever is coming or are you just kind of like burn it down? This is interesting. I'm excited, but honestly, in the sense that I hope it disappoints all the CP fans. <laughs> so like, I'm excited for the disappointment. <laughs> But if my excitement goes towards something that's cool, I'm going to be disappointed, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I'm a you're little like, bit of the Grinch here, but I am excited in the wrong way. You're like, you're like, if someone asks you, what coaster would you want to ride, alive or dead? And you're like, top thrill dragster, but dead. That, that's what, that's what yeah. you say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god that's that's a very funny take on that you're excited for the disappointment i honestly love that i'm just like i don't know i just like taking the piss out of the community a little bit not like the actual friendship side of things right because the cuzzies were all super serious about that but all just the diehard nerds i, I just love you know laughing at that one a little bit yeah that's i mean <laughs> that's like such a funny, funny thing. But uh, yeah, for dragster, for me, um, I like this ride a lot. I do. I'm very interested to see if they truly are keeping it 420 feet. I don't know what they're. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't. I I'm just. Like, what kind of launch could get it up to 420 feet? I guess technology has really come far. Um, but the hydraulic launch was amazing. Like, honestly, it was truly fantastic. I mean, I still love it on Storm Runner or what and whatever. And so my biggest... Am I excited for it? Yes. Am I afraid? Yes. If they fucking add over-the-shoulder restraints... <laughs> oh, my God. Because the whole joy of top fill dragsters being held in by like a chopstick basically it's so good somewhere out there burke is just screaming excitement pmf pmf yeah. <laughs> but what if they just keep the tower and turn into a drop tower right like slap on some intimate style thingies <laughs> on there like zoom and jaro and there's not even a coaster i like that <laughs> the track stays there to taunt you but it's just drop uh rides Top thrill space shot, you know, just <laughs> oh my god! Not even space shot, just like top thrill, mildly exciting drop. Oh my god! Yeah, like top thrill drop zone. Like that's because like a lot of the other like um, Cedar Fair drop towers are called drop zone, or I don't know what I don't know what they're called anywhere else. But yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know, I I'm I'm. Like Lex Luthor, how it drags you up to the top and has the whole big spiel. You get dragged up and it's just like, baby, I'm ready to go. And you just like float down like a feather, not even a freaking oh drop. <laughs> and you hear, and you, as you go down, the music is louder and louder and louder and just re repeats and gets faster. And by the end, you're just like in a catatonic state. Oh my goodness. You're just vibrating. It's like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> top bell trauma. <laughs> the world's first 5D experience. The fifth D just being, uh, yeah, completely throwing you in the coma. I love it. Amazing. Um, 
All right. Well, I think that may conclude our what. Let us know in the Discord. What aren't you excited about? What are you laughing at me for? They're not going to be excited for us to host the show by ourselves again. That's going to be the answer. Okay. Okay. How about this? Put it in the Discord if you want us to host again. If you never want us to host again, email your email your local MP or Congressperson. Let let them know. I don't want to know, but we'll be back. The two of us. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, right. What? Oh, I just said, I don't know. If you got any complaints, shoot them over to your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Oh, yes. That's a good place to put them. They'll they'll know what to do with them. Yes. Do we have an interview? Yeah, we got an interview. Coaster Bro has interviewed um, Jen from Generally at Theme Parks. I believe that is her username. Please enjoy the interview and take it away. Coaster Bro. Really excited to bring on the show. Generally at theme parks. Oh, that's a good pun. Jen, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am good. And I'm excited to bring you on today because we have, I mean, a star of the show. I, I follow you on Twitter and see these incredible pictures of um, a corgi that often gets to take trips to theme parks and other cool places by the name of Ahsoka, I'm not a Star Wars nerd, so I will try my best here to, to continue to pronounce that correctly. But uh, welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, I really appreciate you having us. Now, the first thing to ask about, you you have this dog that you're able to take into theme parks with you. How is, how is that a possibility? I thought dogs couldn't come to amusement parks. Yeah, so Ahsoka is actually a Tash-trained um, psychiatric and cardiac alert service dog she's actually still in training for cardiac alert but she is a task trained psychiatric service dog so there's actually a lot that goes behind it so i do have the help of a trainer but um i do not train dogs on my own i do okay. train my own service animal but um with a little bit of guidance i i she is my first service animal i'm training cool. her on my own but it's it's a learning curve we're learning together <laughs> has your service animal got to go on any rides um, yes, she has. So, um, she's been on a couple of Disney world is like the main place that lets her get on some rides. She's been on a few there, mostly at Epcot. Um, her, she has a favorite ride. Um, and her favorite ride is by far living with the land, um, hot take, but she is a living with the land fan. <laughs> what does she love about it? Is it the food? Is it the, just being in a boat? Um, Definitely, she loves being on a boat. Um, being on a paddleboard is something that she really loves. Um, but then also all of the smells. Her nose is like six thousand miles a minute when we're in there. She'll look all over the place, and she always offers check-ins to make sure that I'm still good. But she's like in a different world. She's looking all around all the whole entire ride. She loves it. Looking for the hidden Mickey's, I bet. <laughs> yeah, she has to find everyone. I'm sure she found more than most people. To, to have a dog in training and taking them to a theme park, are there some challenges that you um, come across in, in, in situations like that? I know a corgi, a lot of people don't um, think a corgi can be a service animal or anything. Uh, do you ever run into any issues with that? Yeah, we, um, we definitely run into some issues for sure. Um, we have a lot of the times where where people won't really um, think she's legitimate. So we have a lot of people that'll touch her without permission that'll try and distract her without permission um 
that happens a lot. Luckily, that's something that she's very good at ignoring for the most part. Sometimes I have to go by her book. So because she's still in training and these environments are still pretty new for her, sometimes we go to a park and we might only be there for an hour. Um, that might be all she's willing to do for the day. Um, but then we have other times where maybe she lasts way more than that. I saw that you mentioned that some people don't think that uh, this is a legitimate service animal. And why would we question that in the first place? So a lot of people really think um, when they think service dog, they think golden retriever. Sometimes you have people who think poodles too, but um, a lot of them jump straight to those mobility and guide service dogs. Mm. Um, And Golden retrievers are also extremely easy to train. So most people go for golden retrievers, whereas the smaller breeds, they're a little more limited as to what they can do. So they're just not as common. So it is in this world of it's not as common. So people aren't exposed to them as much. So they don't really know what to do when they see them. And there's also a lot of people um, who will just walk in and fake these small service dogs um, and typically that's more done with the larger or with the smaller dogs. Do you ever, do you ever get to travel? Um, I do. She's actually, she's probably been on more flights than most people. Um, she's been on, I believe nine flights, maybe 11. I think four of them were to and from Denver oh, nice. and the rest of them, Orlando, Denver, and Philly. Um, they're all within those airports. That's a well, well-traveled dog. Um, have you ever had any issues with you know, other guests in the park who might not understand kind of why, why the dog is there. Yeah. We've run into this. Like I run into this fairly often. I Mm -hmm. run into guests that will ask about the dog and ask how I get the dog in all of the time. And they don't fully understand. Um, Depending on my mood, sometimes I'll just walk away from them. Sometimes I do like to stop and talk to them and educate them and tell them like why she's there with me. And that's always super exciting for them to like have that light bulb go off in their head where I'm like, oh, like this really makes sense. This, Yeah, it's awesome that the dog is there. Um, It's some of my favorite things to do when they stop me to talk about the dog. Yeah. Um, I mean, some, sometimes I definitely am not in the mood and I want to just keep going. Um, I can imagine. But yeah, but... uh, other times I really do enjoy just talking to other guests and again, just letting them know like why I have her, why she's allowed in the parks. Um, a lot of the times more often than not, I have people stop me asking me how I got the dog in. Um, and then my first question is always, is your dog a service animal? And they say no. And I said, well, my dog's a service animal and they walk away. <laughs> well, that, um, that might be the reason. <laughs> yeah that's more often than not what the situation is i'm like please don't bring your dog in wherever you're going i'm not just Um, smuggling dogs into disney world that's not what's happening i know (laughs) i'm like i'm not like i love being at the parks without her i would not bring her in if i didn't have to what what is something that you think more people um whether it's a general public or enthusiasts uh, should understand about service animals and and maybe maybe you wish there's more knowledge out in the general public about yeah the biggest one like just that they're they're trained to handle the environment i hear a lot that um the dogs are too stressed and that theme parks are stressful environments and um things like that but one of the biggest things that i've learned when working with my trainer for training her is that um in order to have any successful service animal it the whole goal is to teach them to work through their stress. So there's definitely a level of stress where I need to say this is too much and we walk away and we leave. But then there's other times where I have to look at her and gauge her level of stress and figure out, do we work through this or do we walk away from it? So these dogs are, they're trained. We work with them 
pretty much their whole entire life. There's never a point in time where we're not working through um, these situations. I was actually just with my other friend, Caitlin, and her service dog, and we were at King's Dominion, and she was working with him through some sounds, and he's, I believe, five or six. Like, he's an older service animal. He's fully trained, but they're... They are, in the end, they are animals. They do need to work through stuff, but they are trained to figure out how to navigate their stress. Um, And we'll never put them in situations that will overwhelm them. We walk away from that situation. The amount of times I've had to leave a park because she's been overly Mm -hmm. um, stimulated, it's, I do it all the time. But if you see us in the park and even if she looks a little stressed, she's navigating that stress and we're working through it. Um, and that's something that's hard for a lot of people to understand. What is something you're most proud of with her as far as um, kind of how she's grown as a worker? Definitely her public access, which is how she behaves out in public. So anyone who has met Ahsoka when she's not working, um, she is chaotic. She is a herding dog for sure. She will chase, she will bark, she anything. Barking, I tell people all the time. Barking is that dog's favorite activity. If she could bark every moment of her life, she would bark. But she knows she has this very clear gauge um, when she's working versus when she's not. And she knows that when she's working, we don't bark. Um, She has certain alerts where she will bark, but she has a very clear line of like, we don't chase things when I'm working. We don't bark when I'm working. Um, It's like two different dogs. It's ridiculous. That's amazing. So how does a dog know when to clock in and clock out? Yeah, so um, not every handle, um, not every handler chooses to do this. I choose to teach her this just because I like her to be able to like go on hikes and be a dog. So essentially, can, I've trained her that depending on which type of gear I put on her is what she's doing. Um, oh. Yeah, so if she wears a harness, like a standard dog harness, that means we're going on a hike. She can do, she has no rules. She can do whatever she wants. Um, other than she always has to recall. That is her one um, rule all the time. She has to recall. Um, then we have like your standard flat collar. And that's where we still have rules. We still have structures. But she's a dog. She can pull on her leash if she wants to. She can choose where to go. Like say hi to whoever she wants to say hi to. Um, but again, she still has to offer me those check-ins and make sure that I'm okay. And she's still capable of working. And then we have, I use it uh, it's called a martingale collar. So it tenses up a little bit on her neck when there's leash pressure. Um, And when she puts that martingale collar on, or there's another um, type of collar called a star mark, it's kind of similar to a prong, but plastic. She knows that when those collars come out, that means that she's working. Yeah. So she's very well aware, depending on what type of gear I put on her to attach the leash to what behaviors I expect from her. That's amazing. I wish my dog was that smart. <laughs> yeah, it took it took a while. Um, she's a little too smart, though. She'll like out. Oh yeah, it's the blessing and a curse. What is your favorite characteristic of the pupper? Physical or personality? Because there is definitely. <laughs> well, I think we all. I mean, the elephant in the room with the corgi is we all know the physical element that that we all love about your dog. Um, but go ahead and share. We are all here for the corgi butts. I am here for the corgi butt. We're all here for the corgi butt. It's the best part of the dog. <laughs> Don't you just like go undercover and just comment um, in your own videos about um, that corgi's butt? I think I, I think I might have saw that on Twitter. I did. We um, Coaster Studios put together this awesome video of a point of view for it was actually our first full day. She spent twelve hours in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Um, 
and we strapped a GoPro to her because we wanted to see what it would look like from her perspective. Um, and yes, I was commenting on that video about how big her butt looked. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad that is, is that fair game for everybody on the internet, or is that is that only your joke? Um, you're welcome to call her butt fat. That's my favorite thing to hear. <laughs> cool, cool. Now, what what characteristic wise? Let's let's just look past the butt here. Um, what, what else is great about your dog? <laughs> the sass. I love the sass from a corgi. One thing that she does no matter what, if she's if she will 100% gauge what she's willing to do based off of what she thinks she's working for. With a lot of service dogs, you have this um, this relationship with the handler that I want to say like unconditional, where I, I love Ahsoka and our relationship is not unconditional. She needs to know that there is something in it for her as well. Um, she's not working for free and she will make that known. Um, so if she at any point decides that she is not being compensated fairly, um, she will absolutely start to like walk really slow or sometimes she'll just decide she, she's very good about not saying hi to people when she's working. But I have a couple friends where she's just like, if she doesn't feel like she's being compensated fairly, she's like, well, I'm going to say hi to my friend. It's very sassy and fun. Um, I usually fix, I, I pull out the higher value treats or mm. give her a little bit of ice cream, ice cream. She would die for ice cream. Yes. Um, And then she's right back to like being the perfect working angel that she is. Ahsoka. What is, what is the name from? Um, So she's named after Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars. Um, and all of Star Wars at this point, um, who is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. You're all, you're saying words I don't understand, but uh, I think I'm the only one in this conversation that doesn't understand it. As a, I've never seen a single Star Wars episode, but I understand that you've 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 gave her this name, and and now she's becoming uh, potentially the star of the show in Star Wars, huh? Yeah. So Ahsoka is getting her own show this coming year. Me and Ahsoka will be watching it every single. Like the moment it airs, we'll watch every single episode at midnight. We're excited for it. <laughs> now, when she watches and somebody says Ahsoka on, on the TV, does she ever respond? Does she ever look? Um, she absolutely does. She, I didn't think about that. And I actually, way back before I even really made content at all, um, I made like the stupidest TikTok because I was like, I figured out the downs downsides of this dog's name because i'm trying to watch clone wars and she won't go to sleep because everyone keeps like i was like she just keeps looking up when they say ahsoka and i don't know what to do <laughs> where can we find ahsoka where can we find you where can we follow the adventures of uh you and ahsoka the main place for just ahsoka content is on instagram she does have her own instagram it is the service underscore rebel i know i can be found it at um on twitter at theme park underscore daddy fantastic um, love that name and then over on instagram i'm at generally with a j underscore at underscore theme parks very nice well i've always enjoyed your your twitter content and 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 watching ahsoka and her her, her adventures in the park and uh, i can't wait to follow her on instagram i didn't know she had one so um that's super exciting and i appreciate you coming on the show today and um Really hope you two get to go to Knobles one day. Ah, oh, we are hoping this summer. So you'll see us there. Alrighty. Well, that was our interview for the show. You guys got to hear Costa Pro again. Uh, he's definitely abandoned us. So it's still Mitch and I here. 
Yeah, he left again. I saw him come in for the interview, and then he just fucking peaced. Like, what the hell? At least he's here to chat with Jen about all the things that they talked about in that interview we just heard. Uh, That is very, very true. And I really hope he comes back. So, Coaster Bro, if you're listening, we miss you. Please come back. Yeah, we do. Um, But in the meantime, while we semi-miss Coaster Bro or just pretend like we miss Coaster Bro to portray our emotions that way, Mitch, I heard you got jam. I do. Uh Mitch is holding up a jar of homemade jam. Yes. (laughs) So for the content you come to the Coaster Kezzies for, I was given this. My aunt brought my dad. My aunt lives in Vancouver. Brought my dad some jam from Vancouver that she made in November. And it's a mixed berry jam from the the berries in her garden. And I know this is super interesting, but the point is, I've brought it with me back to Toronto because my dad didn't want it. What kind of crazy person doesn't want homemade jam? What the fuck? So, I, Mitch's dad. Yeah, wow. Gord, if you're listening to this, I I'm ashamed, truly. God you're damn not, it, Gord. You're not listening to this, but I'm still ashamed. Um, <laughs> Gord so, actually tunes in. Yeah, Gore just texted me. What the fuck, Mitch? Like, <laughs> um, so I haven't tried this jam, so I thought it'd be fun to taste test it. I feel like we do a lot of taste testing on the show, and I haven't tried yeah. it yet. So, so it was a little runny. I mixed it up, and it's a bit better now. So let's see. Okay. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. It, oh, well, you know what that tastes like. <laughs> Do you remember those like fruit oh, bars that were like this long and they were like packed yeah. down, like they were flat and then you tasted them and they tasted like kind of like like raspberries, yeah, but not in a good way. Like, like what? Fruit, fruit to goes. Yeah. Oh my God. Fruit to goes. It tastes like a fruit. This tastes exactly like a fruit to go. Like a liquid Hold. fruit to go? It does. I haven't thought of fruit to goes in forever. God, do they have fruit mm. to goes in the states? I was actually kind of good. To go USA. I can't believe we both had fruit to goes growing up. Oh yeah, they were a staple. You always had one in your uh, thing, right? Right, fruit to goes. I think these look like they're sold in the states. Hell yeah! All right. Well, Fuck, hopefully, someone good. else can relate to this whole fruit to go thing, and we may have just unlocked a you know old childhood memory. This is really good. And also for the viewers at home, I'm eating this with a spoon. There ain't no toast here. I do want to buy toast for this because it's fucking good. Mitch, you know what I did that involved bread? What? This past weekend, this past weekend, Olive Garden Girl, because I'm not going to say her name on this show, uh, her and I went out and we went to, um, what's it called? Dutch Growers out here in uh, Saskatoon. It's like a greenhouse. But then they also sell a bunch of stuff. Well, inside place, they have flavored balsamic vinaigrettes and oils. Mm, so we got yum. a lemon oil with a raspberry balsamic vinaigrette. You mix them together and you dip croissants in them. Holy smokes, did that taste fantastic when we were very high. That sounds so good. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it was very, very good. I just had to bring that up because that was like what we did immediately after Cabela's. And that made me feel a lot better about myself. I felt way more at home there than at Cabela's. And 
I kind of hate that because, like you said, Cabela's has all like the waterfalls and it looked like a fun place to wander. But guns just scare me, and Dutch Growers is the furthest thing from guns. That sounds a lot. I love those like fun greenhouse market things. They have like right? such quick, like ran- random stuff. But I let me tell you, I fucking love like a good balsamic or like an like a fun olive oil. Uh, again, this is not the content that Cuzzy's came here to listen to, but guess what? You're listening to it. Yeah, you haven't turned it off yet. So clearly that says something about either us or you, and I don't know which one you want to roll with. So I'm so glad that you had those lovely oil experiences. This jam is excellent, and I am going to buy bread for it. Sorry, what are you saying? You go, you, you go, you go. Oh, I was going to ask, are you a Cobb's bread fan? <laughs> that was what I was going to ask. A Cobb's bread? I... Funny enough, it is in the neighborhood of her place, but we have yet to go. It's, I would highly recommend. All right. I will look into that because I will be back in that neighborhood next week. Yeah. Cobb's Bakery, right? Cobb's Bread. Oh, Cobb's Bread. Maybe it is Cobb's Bread. Um. Anyway, I was going to say another thing that I did lately that the listeners probably are going to care to listen to more about is Logan is going out east Woo! oh canada our home and native land that was a great remix you okay remember that really like awful acapella version of oh canada they would throw on the school intercom like announcements yeah. in the morning oh yeah oh yeah do, do 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 it's just so bad yeah oh yeah we uh, hated O Canada so much at our school that we got it switched to every single day to every Friday once a month. Oh, I'm so jealous. We had it every day in mine. It started off that way and then it went to uh, every Friday and then every Friday was too much. So then they switched to every Friday once a month and then they switched it from actual O Canada to just O Canada and Cree. And it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, that's good. Wow. Damn, you. that school sounds great. I just went to an inner city school, right? So, like, being white at that school, I was in the minority. Yeah. Yeah, I went I to... I enjoyed it, I went to, Fantastic high school. I'll actually be going back there this weekend to go watch a basketball tournament. So, that's going to be a good time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, you booked your trip to Toronto. Yeah. I got my tickets and two tickets to Paradise. One ticket there and one ticket back. As some would say, I've got my ticket for the long way round. Not two bottle whiskey for the way. <laughs> I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving in July. What do you say? And I'm gone. Can you please do the cup song on here right now so I can edit it in for old times? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I got to get a cup. One sec. I'll bring, bring the jam back. This is going to be a pain in the butt to edit, but it's going to be a, such a good episode. <laughs> um, Talia, as you as the, as the Cuzzy listeners know, Talia was on the show. She taught yeah. me this in 2013. So, oh wait, no, wait. There you go. You are so Let's go. Good stuff. Yeah. Coming out to Toronto, Montreal for 10 days. I am looking forward to this little trip that uh, we're going to do here. Yeah, I'm so excited too. I think it's going to be such a fun time. Um, 
excuse me, fingers. We were just talking before the show um, a little bit what we want to do, but I, we also wanted to kind of talk about more on the on the show because plans because it's not just going to be Candace Wonderland, Laron, that sort of thing. It's going to be lots of things. Logan really hasn't. You haven't been to any major city besides LA, but that was ten years ago. But you, even in Canada, like you've been to Edmonton, Saskatoon. Um, so I'm excited to show you what like like old Canada and big city Canada and Eastern Canada is like. Oh, for sure. I love how we say old Canada. And even then it's only like 200 years old. Yeah. It's not Montreal's that. older than that. Yeah. Montreal's really old, but like Toronto is like 1700. So. Yeah. Oh, well, and then you get like old in Europe and it's like, you know, the stone age. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like thousands of years. Like this is, this stone has been here for 2000 years. And all we got is like, yeah, this wee old little chapel out here in the wheat fields from 1903. I know. It's the oldest structure yeah. in this entire rural municipality. That shit is old though. Like if you're if you're if you're in the West, like because Calgary is the same way. It's like this is like one of the oldest buildings in the city. It's like 1905, and you're like, ah, okay, cool. Yeah, that was the year that Saskatchewan became a province. Same with Alberta. Same same year, same day. Good times. Um, yeah, how do we want to go over this on the show though? Um, well, I definitely don't want to do specific dates because we don't want like for privacy reasons, but I think in terms of overall thoughts and opinions, um, I think we talked about definitely doing uh, lots of poutine, like you were saying, I'm going to do it mm. overall, but then, and then food. I think if you uh, listen to the Coaster Cuzzies uh, road trip episode for that I was on for both Montreal and Toronto, you'll remember us, or if you want to go listen to it right now, please go. You'll listen, you'll remember us talking about the Toronto must-have sandwich or must-have thing is the uh, P-meal bacon sandwich or Canadian bacon sandwich for Americans from, uh, from I think it's Carousel Bakery or Carousel Deli at St. Lawrence Market. And, of course, the iconic in Montreal, the Schwartz's Deli minced meat or loose meat sandwich. I can't remember what it is. Those two are very, very iconic and kind of like have to haves when you go visit those places. So you're trying both of them. All right. That sounds good. Then, yeah, definitely we're going to find some good poutine spots throughout both cities because poutine's kind of my jam. There's expectations for content to be made there, Mitch, apparently. Yes, absolutely. And then you got to have at least one vegan. My fa- how, how about I'll take you just my favorite vegan poutine? You know, I, I'm not one be offended oh. if you don't like it, but yeah. I love vegan food. We can go find some good vegan food. Oh, there is my favorite restaurant in Montreal. Sadly, closed this year. They had um, oh, they had no. waffle fry vegan poutine, and it was so good. I think waffle fry poutine from Leo's is vegan. Ooh, yeah. No, when you come back out west here, I'll have to take you to Leo's. I know I haven't been to Leo's. I've only ever been once in my entire life, so I want to oh, go. Oh my god, I just love it. I go there at least once or twice a month. Um, so yes, poutine here. So that, I think that's it for food wise. There's so much good food that we can explore. Um, mm-hmm. I think in terms of things to do, we are definitely going to go to, um, a Blue Jays game for sure. Yep. Or actually a couple Blue Jays games. I think more than one for sure. Yeah. Two or three when, uh, yeah. they're in town. I want to go to those. And I can't remember if when we're in Montreal, is there a game at all or anything like that? Or is there uh, a game? Let me take a peek real quick. Yeah, like I can't remember. I know, sadly, um, we ri- originally thought that they were going to have 
uh, Saskatchewan at Toronto, but they're having it, unfortunately, in uh, another city for some stupid reason. Yeah, like, you're good for the league and all of that. But yeah, no, unfortunately, that is Montreal's bye week, so there will be no CFL game for us to go watch. Yeah, I know, it sucks. Oh, well, it's such is life. Yeah, you were right. So we're still going to enjoy it for sure. Um, it's still going to have a good time. And then um, is there any other landmarks or anything? But so before we get to like the park and theme park and the expected thing, is there anything else that you want to see in either Montreal, Toronto, or just the East in general? Um, I want to see, see, and because it's a semi-street course in Montreal, that racetrack. It's right beside Laurent, is it not? The st- street track, like for Formula Run, for ugh, yes, Formula One, Circuit Villeneuve. Yeah, it isn't it right in the city. It's yeah, it's on the little island. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's right there. Yeah, I don't know if they got any like tours or anything like that, or just good places to take pictures. But I think it'd be kind of like, cool just to take a peek at it. I don't think they have anything because I think it's just like I, I think yeah, it, I think it's strictly for race weekend stuff. Is it what island is it on? Uh, great, great question. Is it on? Is it downtown or is it actually on St. Helens Island with Laurent? It's oh, it's okay. So it's on the island right beside. Yeah, it's on the island right beside um uh Laurent. You can actually drive on it. You can go. I think you can just go there. Or no, yeah. wait. Yeah, you can. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get on there. It's right beside Laurent. Sorry, I'm just getting it booted up on here for myself. No, it all, it's all good. It goes like all the way around that island, the Il Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. I can't. Notre Dame. I'm so bad at my French accent. My French used to be better, but it's still completely awful. But yeah, I think taking a peek at that before we go up to uh, Laurent would be kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know. And that's going to be interesting to think then that my first big coasters back are going to be in uh, Quebec and not actually Toronto. A I Six know. Flags Park and not a Cedar Fair Park. I know. It's fun. I like Laurent a lot. And it's cool. It's a good step up to, to Canada's one. It's a lot smaller, so it's a lot more like manageable to handle. But you get some good like coasters. I mean, you have the Vampire, Goliath, um, Le Monster Day. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. I love it there. Montreal in general is just such a cool city. We'll definitely take you to the old port. It's incredible. It's like Europe with cobblestone streets and a big cathedral church or whatever it's called. And um, yeah, it's a great time. That'll be so good. Very, very excited to go check that out. Um, And then in Toronto, is there anything else? Because the nice thing is when we're at a Jays game, we're right below the CN Tower, so you'll see it and it's incredible. We'll get seats where we're like looking up at the tower, and it's so pretty. Yeah, if we get on the west side of the stadium, I'm pretty sure that's the side to be on. Yeah. Yep. We can take the also we can take the ferry to the Toronto Islands and go in like that one credit in the middle of the islands, but it's also so nice over there. You can rent like Surrey bikes and everything. Yeah, no, and that's one that you haven't been on yet, right? It's been closed every no, time you've been out there. Every fucking time I go, it's closed. That would be kind of fun as well to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's it like going up the CN Tower? It's honestly pretty decent. I actually really think it's pretty. I like it a lot. So I would be down, like like I said, what you want to do, I'm down to do, because I actually really like going up the CN Tower. Um, One of the things we can do 
is if you get it's a bit expensive but if you get an entree there it actually includes your ride up so like instead of paying $40 for a ride up you could pay $55 or something like that for the ride up and dinner and it's actually really good so you could take dinner at the top of the CN Tower yeah and it's 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 like a revolving restaurant and it's so cool that would be kind of fun to try out. Yeah, the aquarium is at the bottom of that too, and the aquarium is really fun. Been there a couple times. Oh yeah, the Ripley's Aquarium. Yeah, yeah, that'd be super cool. And then uh, Scotia Bank Arena is right down the road. Even though there there won't be anything going on in there, I don't think. Uh no, in July no, just unless it's a, there's a concert or something. Yeah, but anyway, still super cool to just actually be all around that area. Yeah, well, I'll take you to, like, the best, my favorite area in Toronto is Kensington Market. Um, yeah, there's lots of cool things. We're going to go to St. Lawrence Market for the pea meal bacon sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. Queen West is such a, is just a very t- classic Toronto area. Um, I wonder if yeah, the African Dun- Lion Safari is still a thing. It is. It's in Hamilton, isn't it? Yeah. Came between Cambridge and Hamilton. It is still a thing. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, that's the only thing that I semi-remember going to when I went to at least way, way long ago when I was a baby. Weren't you like 18 months old? Yeah, I wouldn't remember it, but I just had a stuffed animal that just said African Lion Safari on it. Oh, I gotcha. I also had one <laughs> so, of those like, little bears that said Paramount's Canada's Wonderland on it. Oh, I love that. So I gotta see if I can dig that out, because that'd be kind of a neat one to see again. Um, and then yeah, Niagara is always on the list as well. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so cool that essentially just all around the entire lake is just city. Yeah, you when you drive from Toronto to Niagara, it's only not city between Grimsby and St. Catharines, and that's it. It's the only rural part is like is that everything else is just nonstop city. Yeah, which is just super crazy to think about because that's just kilometers upon kilometers of city. Yeah, yeah. Like that that just blows my mind. That's so hard for me to comprehend as someone who's only ever, you know, lived out in places where there's two cities over like twenty five thousand people in the entire <laughs> like province. So well we got that to do, and then I think the um at least one, if not two days at Canada's Wonderland, which is an absolute blast. I do have to say it is very excited for you to go there for the first time. Coasters, at, coasters for sure. But just for like, like we've talked about this before, just being back in the park atmosphere and how much you really, especially and and knowing you in the last couple of years, I know how much you love the atmosphere of parks and just like being around things and having that pop music blast and that sort of thing. It is very much that at Canada's Wonderland. And I actually, some of the areas are really beautiful and really well themed. Um so yeah, I'm excited for you to experience that and be back in that in that setting after so many years. Oh, definitely. That's like, I mean, aside from meeting you for the first time ever, everybody I'm sure who's listening to the show is, forgets about the fact that Mitch and I just haven't met each other yet in real life. Never. No, Never. so that's going to be a super fun time to have that play out. Yeah, I yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. And the first time we meet is going to be like staying overnight at my place. I mean, thankfully, I mean, it's not like a studio. I, we have own like you have the living room and I have my room, but still, it's like I'm so excited to see like what what we, what we're gonna do and like, all the adventures we're gonna have after all this time of legitimately talking for truly hours, like truly hours upon hours for 
almost three years. Yeah, no, it's just kind of bizarre to think about. The one that just keeps messing with me the most is the fact that I'm not going to be the taller one. That's still I, messing with me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's that's funny. I, it's funny when you're like have online friends and you're so used to seeing them in like this little like square. And I'm like, all right, you're going to be standing next to me and you're going to be like almost as tall as me. Yeah, just barely shorter. And that's going to bug me because I've never been the shorter one in the group. I've always how, been the how, tallest one. How tall is your GF? Uh, I think she is 5'2", but she likes to say 5'3 on a good day. 5'2", oh my god, she's oh, so I've always, Even the X was 4'11". Like, I've Holy. only ever dated small girls before, yeah. Holy fuck, that... Y'all, that is just that is. I guess. I guess. I guess when you date guys, you don't tend to see a lot of four eleven. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's. I guess it's like probably my probably my thing. So it sounds bad, but the first time I heard when you said four eleven guy, I instantly went to like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Ooh, yeah. Honestly, is he toxic? Yes. Is he rich? Yes. Am I into it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the theme park in Duloc. Ooh, a Duloc theme land at Canada's Wonderland. Like change medieval fair to Duloc. Fuck, that'd be so good. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be so um, funny. But yeah, Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> so besides the food, I'm very excited for you to experience it all for the first time. And I think it's a great park. I mean, Talia, I think it's a great park to bring visitors to, even people who don't like coasters like Talia, because it really has a little bit of everything. It has great theming in some areas, some really unique coasters. Like we went on time warp together. Um, and yeah, just to see like it's, it, and I think you'll be surprised with how Canadiana it feels like it, they really go out of the way to make like, this is a Canada's wonderland. So it, it does feel kind of funny. It doesn't feel like a normal theater fair park. Nice. Well, then I'm really excited to see that. Cause I guess at that point, then, I've only ever had Knots in uh, Canada's Wonderland under my belt for Cedar Fair Park. So those are two of the better ones. And then, you've only, then you only have Magic Mountain and Laron for Six Flags Marks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have been into the weirdest places. Hey, honestly, I love it. It's I think, especially, too, you'll be back on, like, for example, a Batman clone. And you'll have your first SLC, for example. These are experiences that are you're able to chat about other about it with other enthusiasts. And I know like, obviously we're not like talking to enthusiasts every single day, but it is funny to be like, Oh, I know what you're talking about there. Every time I go on something, I'm like, Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. So you'll have that again after the Batman clone the SLCs two S you get two beautiful SLCs um, this trip. And is there anything else? I know I'd really like to go if we do go down to Hamilton or that area to do like a nice hike in in the even down even here in Toronto because the the forests like the deciduous trees forest which I know you're not used to they're so pretty and like to go on like those hikes and walks along there it is really really nice. It would be really really nice and really really cool. I don't know if we're gonna make it. Yeah, like you said, down there, but that Burger yeah. King coaster it would be the must do if we did make it to Niagara. Yeah, I think it's like a, I think it's like we'll keep it open, and if yeah. and if and if so, great. If not, whatever. I think like we talked about before the show, it'd be great to have your first day at Wonderland be more of a weekday, so it's mm-hmm. not as like super slammed busy. Um, even weekdays in the summer, like they're busy, but they're not like insanely busy. Um, and so even with Fastlane, we can get on almost everything, and you can experience and you don't have to miss anything that you, you don't want to miss. 
but yeah, Niagara is a, a maybe. If not, there's just great there's great parks and trails and stuff like that around here just to get outside. It's not too stinking hot. Yeah, like there is so much to do. It's literally one of North America's biggest cities. So I am just yep. super, super excited to see what we all adventure into. Yeah, it's Hockey Hall of Fame. And plus, I have a couple of days where I'll be working. So lots yeah, to see, explore. I just go wander around. I love wandering. So like, I'm very excited to see where I end up. Yeah, and my area is nice because it's like a mix between there's so many nice neighborhoods and you just want to go on a quiet walk. It's really pretty, the old brick houses. But then I'm just five-minute walk to the subway station. Take that, and that'll take you out wherever you need to go in the city. Mm-hmm. So going to be a very, very fun time there. Yeah. Um, That was it, jam, trip. I think we uh, whoa, covered it mostly. I just My tr- chair just dropped a little bit. Jam trip interview. Um, do you have anything else that we want to throw over here before we end the show? No, I'm. I'm. You know what? End it with um maybe a little bit of a shorter show, and I think we uh, shot the shit. I listened to the interview, mm-hmm. and I think it was. Uh, I think it was a good one. We had a lot. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun as well. This was a very off the cusp, just kind of uh, make do with what we had situation. And this was very fun to just be ourselves here. Yeah, I agree. I hope you enjoyed it as you as a listener enjoyed it too. Um, And maybe we'll be back again if Coaster Bro fucking decides to abandon. Although, who am I saying? I'm going to abandon y'all for five weeks and... In May, yeah, I was so. gonna say you, you better watch out. You might just be kicked off the show when you go to Europe. That's true. I might just come back and be like, "Who are you? Sorry, like Mitch. You're, you're Mitch. You're supposed to be on Coaster Cousins. No, the two Coaster Cousins just two people. No. Um, well, <laughs> we, we downgraded you to a contributor. Actually, ah, uh, yes, yes, that's okay. <laughs> y'all can y'all can downgrade me. Um, if the listeners want to hear or see most of your shenanigans. Are you on anything anymore? Can they find you? I guess the Discord. Yeah, the Discord's the best place to find me. I keep going back and forth about actually trying to do Instagram proper again. And I get very close. Like today, I had all my pictures in a line. And I almost did it, but I didn't. So will Logan make a comeback to Instagram? I don't know. But if he does, you can find me at that guy from Saskatchewan. Mitch, where can the people find you and all of your things on the socials? They can find me at Coaster Travel. On Instagram, having a lot of fun over there, posting shit. Um, if you want to see, oh, I just dropped that. If you want to see the cuzzies on all your social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is, solo.to slash coaster cuzzies, solo dot to slash coaster cuzzies i kind of love that it's solo dot to it kind of seems like solo toronto like to you know i like it i love sure i like it i never thought of it like that before uh, uh, that's every time every time coaster bro says it that's what i think of but anyways that oh. is the show oh we talked about two weeks ago mitch Every single week, one person's got to actually, like, outro the show properly. So I I attempted last week, and I think it's only fair that we just send this to Coaster Bro and just tell him to outro the show without any knowledge of what we talked about. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, enjoy 
the outro by Coaster Bro. That's it for today's episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, you got to make sure you're following us on Instagram, on TikTok, all of our socials. You can find those all on solo.to slash coastercuzzies. On that site, you'll also see our YouTube video that me, Coaster Bro, got to create for the In The Loop YouTube channel. I won a fantasy football league in 2020, finally got my video made and got it posted. I review what it's like to have a Dutch Wonderland Platinum Pass in 2022, so you can follow my adventures along with that. If you enjoyed today's show, we would appreciate you ranking the show. Give us five stars. Tell us why you love us on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week, we'll be bringing you the Great Cuzzy Road Trip. Jeff is coming back to talk about Camden Park as well as the Columbus Zoo, one you can't miss out on. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next week.